Hi. Hey. Hey. Hey, my little angels. Hello. I feel like that, I, I, when you started saying, hey, I, I imagine like a dusty saloon for some reason. Hey. Hey, um, come on That would be in. a funny way to enter a dusty saloon. <laughs> oh, I imagine myself entering. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Sorry, I'm, I Did, might not be in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever talked about this? Did you ever feel self-conscious growing up about like the pitch of your voice, whether it was like high or low? No. Oh, okay. Great. No, but did you? okay great um i thought i had like a like a very deep voice but i don't yeah you just feel like you have a deep voice i feel like i have a deep voice but i have a very normal voice i'm kind of the same way when i first heard my voice years ago you know from my old comedy tapes i was like that's not the commanding woman i am the baritone (laughs) (laughs) yeah that chain smoking sort of no i get it it doesn't match your also yeah recording sound you know obviously your head obviously yeah yeah i think it was like when i was like i think a lot of women who are about my height which is five six like you reach that pretty early (laughs) and then you just stop growing is that a fact and so i yeah. Well, I think taller people, like you're taller, like you probably grew for longer and that's how you got taller. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just stopped. Right. Totally. And that's how it works. I just like that, like my one and a half inch difference <laughs> from you means a completely different, like pubescent trajectory. Like it is. Okay. That's correct. We have a different life experience. I get it. I have lived experience <laughs> that you don't have. So true. And that's what makes this podcast so vibrant. <laughs> uh, but I think it was just self-consciousness about being tall that I was like, I have like everything about me is like exaggerated and I have this deep voice and it's like, no. Mm-hmm. And you're not even that tall. Yeah. But so like. You have, as they say, as you say, tall energy. People always think I'm taller yeah, than I am. Which is a, a huge yeah. compliment. But part of that is, did I tell you about this? I went on a date with a guy who said he was 5'6", and he, like, texted me beforehand, and he was like, hey, I'm 5'6". And I was like, <laughs> okay. that's awesome. I am also 5'6". And he was like, yeah, you just seem taller. And then I met him, and I was like, you're not 5'6". Yeah, six. right. That's, just that's the reason you. why I seem taller than you, because I am <laughs> And you're lying. I am, because you're lying. Yeah. And, like, maybe you're lying to yourself. Like, I don't even think you're necessarily lying to me. Well, here's the thing. When's the last time, as a grown person, they put you up against yeah. the wall and do the measurement thing? Like, no. nobody's, No one's putting no. you against the door frame. And also, like, maybe the nurse is just being nice to you if you did that recently. Right. Like, she's like, sweetie, you're five six. Maybe he does it, like, where all the, like, you know, people are like, I tell the doctor not to tell me the weight on the scale. Maybe <laughs> yeah. he's like that with his height. <laughs> yeah, I think so. And they so. just write it down on the chart, you know. And they just write down, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you wrote down 5'6", right? Don't tell Don't me tell that me that's what you just, wrote down, right? Yeah. I'm watching your hand movements. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks yep. like. Yep, and then you go for the rest of your life until you meet one Kelly Sullivan. <laughs> one mean lady mm-hmm. who's like, that's not mm-hmm. true. He was like, it is true. I was like, I'm standing. I'm looking. Maybe at you are 5'7". I don't think so. Aren't you 5'7"? I don't know anymore. People, <laughs> people tell me they say you're 5'8". I'm like, I don't know. How do you know that? That's what they tell me. 
know. No way to know. No way to know. <laughs> no way to know. <laughs> the crazy thing is, there's no way to know. <laughs> I guess we'll just go to our graves. Um, unmeasured. What size casket will you buy? I don't know. Beats me. I'm going to have nobody to buy me that casket when I'm dead, so they're going to throw me in a hole. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. <laughs> this is FOH. <laughs> oh, right. Yes. First of all, this is FOH. Uh, I'm Lillian Devane. <laughs> I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast, and um, we are here to serve you, and we do our best. <laughs> we certainly try. We certainly try. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Kelly, how is it going in general? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's going. As I was telling Lillian before we started recording... I have to move in two weeks, but, like, just kind of, like, the circumstances of moving, I'm in, like, complete denial. And so I haven't, like, even lifted a finger to, like, begin the process. So so we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll really see. You've had a really rough go of it, though, with moving stuff for, like, a solid three (laughs) years. So it makes sense that you would not be particularly motivated to get started on that. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be, like, in a way, yeah, I think it's going to be fine. But it's just, um, it's been a rocky road. But I feel like this is, we're turning the corner, we're seeing the daylight, (laughs) da 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 da. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, you just couldn't, you could not pay me right now to, like, put a thing in a box. That's understandable. And ultimately, no one will pay me, and I will still have to put the things in the boxes. So that's random. It's okay. It's okay. It'll ha- it'll one day you'll wake up and want to do it. Mm-hmm. I find. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I think yeah, there'll be a there'll be a breaking mm-hmm. point for sure, for sure. Yeah. How are you? I am okay. Um, I I told Kelly I had a nice um, bonding evening with my fellow graduate students. We had a nice uh, Ramadan dinner hosted by my friend from Tunisia. She fucking really went all out, and it was, like, a very pure and wholesome experience and delicious. Beautiful. Um, and, yeah, just – and I didn't do any – I wasn't even an asshole. I, well, I said – well, I was a little bit of an asshole, but I caught myself and I apologized. So I think that is okay. If you're self-aware in the moment, I think that that kind of is fine, right? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, like – it's also, like, you get the double – like funniness of like people get to laugh at you being a bitch and then also (laughs) laugh at you being like oh my god I'm being a bitch also yeah and people really didn't I I thought people would find it more entertaining that I was like oh my god I didn't mean to say that I'm sorry but they didn't but they should have um but it was also like I was talking to like a 21 year old German exchange student so or they're not oh well they're not called exchange students anymore international students exchange students like a high school thing or something Right? I think exchange students, like, yeah, it implies, like, a certain... You go back like, and a forth. shorter period. Shorter period. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anyways, whatever. So it's like, he's a he's a child, so it doesn't matter. Um, and I German. also think there's a certain... Yeah, I think probably something was lost in translation. <laughs> I think there's also a certain novelty, not to do, like, New York pat on the back stuff, but there's, like, I think that, like, not novelty per se, <laughs> but, like, in New York, when you're like, oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm being a bitch, people, like, find it funny because it's, like why were you gonna try to be nice like, it's like there's that's what's funny about it 
No, totally. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> unexpected that you would even consider that to be an issue. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So then it's a place where people are like all nice where you're like, I'm sorry I was being rude. And they're like, mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And it was actually about it was about we were talking about New York. So it was like an extra, you know, layered. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Layered, yep. Yep. Layered, yep. Layered. Um, anyways. But oh, and I had a funny moment. This isn't really related to like food or service or anything but just I was fucking dying and I haven't told any about this but I wanted to tell you but I wanted to tell you on the podcast it was just such a fucking ridiculous moment so I have had I was dealing with some like mother related things this week um everything's fine but it was just it was a bit stressful and uh, dealing with family and mother and whatever um, and we went to go see that, like, everything all at once. Yeah. Very loud, yeah. million little pieces, whatever the fuck. I, that title yes. of that movie sounds like 14 novels. Like, extremely loud and incredibly close. It's a million also, little pieces. I, ha- <laughs> you know? I have to say, because the directors are the Daniels is, mm-hmm. and it's just two guys both named Daniels. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't have, like, this, like, title and then that convention and then the woman is from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. No. And I'm like, it's too, it's it's too, too many words. It's too much. It's too much. And it was it was a fine. I I know everyone's really losing it over it and they all everybody really loves it. And I I enjoyed it. Um I thought, you know, the actor everybody's the Indiana Jones guy. Yeah. Was great. Anyways, the whole thing is about a mother's relationship with a daughter, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, I cried, not for any other reason than I was just my own personal stuff. And um, it's like Ladybird. Then you reflect that. Uh, you're like, you're oh, like oh, yeah, what was fine. I doing? Yeah. I, I mean, as you know, I <laughs> get a grip. Uncontrollably sobbed. The in, I'm not joking. The entirety of Little Women. And then I was like, what's going on, Lillian? Like that's yeah. Like not one person's accent in that movie is. <laughs> Like, it sounds crazy. Like, just whoever the audio engineer for that movie is, like, literally bless your heart. <laughs> I feel so bad for you. Well, it was right before COVID, so I think I knew what was happening on a different level. Oh. I think I knew what <laughs> like was coming. Like a psychic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the vibration. <laughs> anyways, so I'm in the bathroom after the movie. It's, like, late night or whatever, week school night, and I'm in the bathroom, and everybody else in the bathroom is um, probably 20, 19, 20. Yeah. They've just seen the same movie as I have. They're in there. <sighs> I'm in the stall and they're all like, yeah, I mean, like super like millennial, like a lot of millennial vibes in that movie. Like, okay, first of all, like her relationship with her mom, like that's like millennial shit. Like whatever was going, like that's <laughs> like not, like I, that's not my fucking mom issue. Like that's millennial mommy issue. It was like kind of cringe, like super Reddit. And I was just like, I can't believe I'm like high school style in a bathroom stall where nobody can see me. And they're all talking about me, essentially. Essentially, um, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna burst open this stall door, and a hush is gonna fall on the women's restroom. And this fucking it was just the most surreal moment I've ever I, yeah. I, I've had in a long time. Because, I mean, I also whatever it doesn't matter. But the girl in that movie is like not an elder millennial. She's a teenager. She, she, she's yeah. like it was, it was about you know I don't know. But all these kids think that like every parent is okay with like them being trans or something now. Cause like, that's like, they're like, no, it's actually literally fine. It's like, well, I think 
there's probably still some issues going on with people and their parents. But no, it's definitely a millennial situation for sure. For sure. That's super cringe to like not have your parents accept you automatically because when you're queer. Totally. That's like generational. Um, That's a generational. Anyways, it was very funny. I was like crying and then it was jarred me back to reality where I was like, you're an old woman. Get out of the bathroom. Um <laughs> Go home to your heating pad. You are too old to Do be your here. fucking back stretches and like <laughs> shut the fucking book on this evening. Um, but anyways, very sweet and just put me in this mindset where I'm like, I'm gonna. We all we in this, you know, if we share this, you know, this generation title or whatever, getting mm-hmm. used to hearing that kind of stuff. It's, it's oh gonna be yeah, really trippy. It's like really fucking weird. It's it's from old, the younger side, you know. We're used to it from course. the other side, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it's like it's still strange to me that millennial isn't, yeah, the youngest. <laughs> that we're not the youngest. It's like, what are you talking about? Sorry, yeah. Um, I'm in college and things are crazy. Um. Anyways, very funny situation, but <clears throat> that is so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cringe, super cringe. Reddit millennial bullshit movie. If you ask me. <laughs> If you ask. And maybe it is a little bit. Okay. Anyways. I just heard that, like, the main critiques that I heard of it was that it was, like, because they're, like, like, they do a lot of music videos, the Danielses, and that they were, like, it kind of dragged, and you you lost a little bit to the style. Uh-huh. Agree. That's the main Definitely agree. Yeah. I was hoping, well, it doesn't matter. We don't need to talk about this. That's for the Patreon. No, this isn't a movie That's podcast. It's a Patreon yeah. episode. Um, yeah. Do you have a service story, Kelly? And then we have a service story from a listener that we get to share. Um, I do. This is just like a laugh. And I just, you know, I love to share with you guys. I do everything for you. Um, just this was my first week of being in charge of ordering. Uh-oh. Um, like for the bar. Mm-hmm. And I fucked up so bad. I thought you were doing ordering. I am doing ordering. I w- it was like, it. I mean it's sort of like I'm kind of sharing the responsibility with the owner mm-hmm. and like um but she like it's the her husband who's the chef it was like his best friend's wedding this week so they were out of town so she was like you'll just take over ordering this week and then like a I like texted all these reps where I was like hey I'm taking over ordering for this person in this restaurant and half of them just did not text me back and so like there was like a beer order that I truly placed maybe on like Tuesday or Wednesday that like we just still haven't gotten because like they they will not respond That's to not me. your fault she should have set you Which up is, with everybody before way in advance and like well some of them she did but I think like especially like the people that you text I think we were both assuming that it's like that's a pretty casual contact and like who cares what number it's coming from if it's like this is the restaurant like it's not you know what I mean yeah. like but and like if someone's that like I, it's a blue message. I I know you got it. Like, just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, let, or start a group chat and be like, just verifying that this is all, you know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah, not yeah. hard. So like that. And then like, just like, I didn't, there were some, you know, time cutoffs and some mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. De- days of delivery and like how long it takes. And just truly like, when I tell you, I came in for dinner service last night and it was like, okay, we are going to like, we'll have enough of this. Two kegs are kicked. Fuck. Um, We have enough of this beer to last through Saturday service. It will 86 during brunch service tomorrow. 
Um, literally, we had to go to the liquor store to buy tequila. It is a Tex-Mex oh. restaurant. And so much stuff that I literally have verified that it's being delivered on Tuesday, which is the first day of service for the week. And I was like, cool. Like, it's just like, and I was like, I'm just so embarrassed. But it's like, it's fine. And, like, no one was mad. And I was, like, talking to the GM last night. And I was, like, I'm so embarrassed. Like, it's my first week of doing this. And I fucked up so bad. And she was, like, oh, it's literally fine. Like, no one cares. No. And also, like, ordering as someone who did order, it's very complicated, stressful. And it is on a very specific day and time-based, like... Like, yeah. oh, I have to text this guy before three on Tuesdays in order to get it um, before service I'm, on Friday. Like, y- it's very complicated, especially when you're dealing with, like, five different reps or whatever. It's hard. Yes. And, yeah, it was just, like, yeah, and it's very much, which is, like, it's, like, also the, like, the the balance between like how some of it is so immediate, like some of it is just like someone will text you back and be like, it's there tomorrow, Uh like 12 hours later, no problem. And some of it is like, so it's like also the, like, it's just so many different axes of like, this is the cutoff for this one. This takes two days to deliver. This can be there in 12 hours. And so it was just like, she didn't give you like a normal like, okay, so normally this is the order I give to this person. No, she, she, she did she did like she like it was not like I was like totally thrown to the wolves but it was very much something where I was like I think I get it and then it was like oh I I I mean next week you know what I mean like I have get the docs it's just like get the docs ripping gets yeah I just need to like make a full Mm -hmm. like spreadsheet calendar whatever for myself like she gave me a document that was just literally like Mm -hmm. you know like Texas I just need I think it's also one of those things of like when you're used to it, you're like, I think I'm giving them as much information as they need to do it. But it's like when you're not used to it, you're like, oh, like I just need a lot more course, information yeah. for it to make sense to me. Totally. But like to her, it already made sense. So she was like, you have enough information and, you know, we'll improve. Yeah. Nowhere to go but up, I say. <laughs> nowhere to go but up. I was like, oh, my oh my God. God. I, I fucked up like... so much ordering. Like, it's terrifying. Or, like, they send in, like, 40,000 of the wrong beer. And I'm like, hey, what the fuck is this? Like, well, I guess I can come get it two weeks from now if that's really a problem. And I'm like, oh, oh, uh... fine, I'll take it. And then the, and then the owner's going to be like, <laughs> we're selling this in cans now. And I'm like, listen, uh... asshole. Yeah, it was just, like, so crazy and I I truly am so embarrassed because I think it's like it's not that I think that it's so valuable to like be good at your job a it's very inconvenient for everyone and and I hate to inconvenience people but it's that if I am trying to do a good job I want to do a good job and you will it's not like I and I will but it was like I was trying and I fucked up and that is a bad feeling I understand but you weren't set up for success and you did your best and nobody was mad and it's just beer. So it's true. And everything is truly fine. And tomorrow is a new day. Exactly. And then I wrote about this in my, in my newsletter, but um, also through some miscommunication between me, the woman who runs the bar, her husband who runs the kitchen, the one Sue, 
three cases of cucumbers were in the restaurant when the bar uses maybe two to four cucumbers a night. Mm-hmm. So also a big portion of this week was um, me me dealing with cucumbers, mm-hmm. and that took up too much brain space, apparently. You were swamped. You were swamped. So never again <laughs> with the cucumbers. And then I'll be able to do the ordering I, more I, accurately. I think that that's true. I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we all have, <sighs> we all have challenges. That's how we grow. Yeah. That's how we grow. I know. We're learning. We're living. We're loving. We're learning. We really are. Um, okay. Should I read this service story? Yes. Or do yes, you have one you want to say? That was your service story. That was that That's was your behind my the story. scene story. <laughs> That's my behind the scenes. Um, yeah, we haven't uh, a lot of like bad. It seems like you don't get a lot of bad customers or like annoying people or something. Well, it is very much the thing of like. And this is what I said, like, before I started working there, I was thinking about when I wanted to leave the bar I was working at, I was like, I really want to be somewhere where people are, like, intentionally there, and they're going there, and they're happy to be there. Yeah. And it's, like, it's a really specific place. It's a really specific vibe. It's, like, yeah, people can be a little, you know, I mean, there's the normal stuff. If Fussy, food takes you yeah, on, yeah. people get mad. But it's not, like, no one's there being, like, <sighs> so... Okay, like I see that you have the salad yeah. and I see that you have avocado on this. Like what if you did that, mm-hmm. that, 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 that? It's it's like people are there and they're like, This rocks. Yeah. I can get queso. Totally. I mean that's that's the ideal place to work for sure. Yeah. Okay, so this is a service story from a listener, uh, real quick, and uh I did not verify if this person wants me to use their name. I asked, but they've not responded. So listener, I'm sorry if you want a credit for this, but I'm going to go ahead and play it safe. Next next week. If you want credit, next week we'll say. But usually people, you know, I don't know. There's many reasons why you wouldn't. Okay. Right. So Right now it's from Elena Ferrante. <laughs> a, pen, a pen name. A pen name is all I mean. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, okay. Um, here's a service story of sorts, which ends in sweet revenge. Um, I was sexually harassed by the best customer, in quotation marks, <gasps> at this restaurant. He was this old man who was a painter and professor at a nearby art school who'd come in daily at least once and order himself an expensive meal, and then he would tip his server the amount of the bill. Damn. Wow. Um, He'd given me $100 once in an envelope and demanded my phone number and address and when I might be available to come to his studio. Then everybody at the restaurant said I was his new server crush. I stopped waiting on him because he creeped me out, but but I did miss out on that amazing tip. There was this one time he even followed me into the kitchen demanding to know why I wouldn't serve him anymore. And I remember there was an ant crawling around on his little suit coat. He was very tiny, not that it matters. (laughs) (laughs) I love the ant detail. Thank you. It's very vivid. Um, He also grabbed me once when I was walking by on a busy night, shoved an envelope of money into my hand that I gave back immediately and begged me to wait on him. God, this is (gasps) so fucking creepy. Okay. Anyway, I haven't worked there for years, but recently heard he was all set up to have a retrospective exhibit at the Cape Ann Museum, so I sent them a brief message describing his treatment of me, and they took away his exhibit. Hell yeah! (laughs) That fucking rocks. She said, sweet revenge, he should fade into oblivion, and his paintings are shit. (laughs) Fuck yeah. 
Oh, that's amazing. I just imagine this person like seeing like an ad on a bus or a subway and being like, wait a fucking second. And then just sort of I don't fucking think writing so. an email. Yeah. Great job, everybody. That's that rock. Yeah, that's good. That's great stuff. That rocks. Um, also, like, I'm that's... sure that he didn't see that coming. You know, it's great. No, I mean, that's great because it's like, first of all, I'm sure like that's the kind of man who's like I'm not harassing this person I'm like I'm offering to pay them for their time <laughs> yeah. like I'm not doing anything bad so it's like they would never suspect that they're they're like ugh, watching all Chuck Close and everyone <sighs> fall and they're like they're like this will never affect me like I don't have to worry but also well, guess what bitch that kind of guy is the kind of guy who does that to literally thousands of people so it's like that could yeah. be from Really anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great job. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Amazing. Um, <clears throat> well, thank you for writing that in. We appreciate it. Um, everyone, please feel free to send in any type of story you think we might like or you'd like us any to Any revenge you exact. <laughs> yes. Please inform us. Served cold. Um, okay. Shall we? 25 minutes in? Shall we dance? Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Do you want to set us up? um i'll i'll try okay hold on (laughs) um just where it's a broad one today yeah as you know we're it's may day we're recording as of recording it's may day today's may day like we recorded on easter and talked about easter we are also recording on may day and talking about may day because planning ahead is for people who Live their life by the rules and the book. <laughs> Clearly not my strong suit. <laughs> yeah, we don't recognize the calendar year, so. Um, so, yeah, we just want to talk a little bit about May Day, about strikes, labor, food, bombing, police. You know, it's, a, it's, it's some of the FOH mm. faves the, and yeah. hot topics. It's hot topic. It's hot topic. <laughs> it's Jack Skellington. Um, I would like to say too, for a sacrifice of my own today, I did Ooh. not go to the May Day celebration in my town, where my my union was doing a little tabling because I said, you know what, I have to record a May Day episode for the people. Okay, so I, that's where my energy needs to go. So for you all, mm. this is this is my ultimate sacrifice. That is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Today, my roommates and best friend mm-hmm. came into my room and said, um, do you have a pair of socks? As she often does, because I have more socks than her. Sure. And I said, bitch, you are always trying to take my socks. And then she said, well, or she said, she didn't even say, do you have a pair of socks? She opened my sock drawer and said, <laughs> why don't you have any? She was like, why don't you have more socks? Well, not happy with the selection. Uh-huh. And I said, why are you always taking my socks? And she said, unmade. <laughs> you turn to me. You come to me. And, <laughs> and say, my socks. Mm-hmm. When property is theft, mm. you want to say my mm. socks. Mm-hmm. Well, that woke you and right I said, up. Comrade. <laughs> yeah. Papa. I said, comrade, you are right about that. Uh-huh. Comrade Christian Berry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Well, here we are in the holiest of days. (laughs) In the communist world. Uh Yeah, yeah, I think, well, for a framing, I think it's actually kind of 
a perfect day for not only this podcast, but our interest because it's, as I read, the green roots and the red roots of May Day together, right? So mm-hmm. the, the pagan, the earth, right? Which we sort of touched on a few episodes ago. And then also, obviously, as we know, um, the labor, you know, the celebration of the worker, um, but both coming together on this special day, I think is very cool. Absolutely. And I think most people know this, I think, but like the big site of labor in Chicago, um, was of course the, the slaughterhouses, mm-hmm. which is food. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, which is where food comes from. That's so true. Um, but the big site of like, um, a lot of these strikes, these labor conflicts, and ultimately, um, several race riots sure sure yeah gotta have so we have yeah gotta have those so we have so we understand um kind of from all sides um the way that you know we can be united and the way that we can be divided and united we stand and united we stand and um and you know chicago remains segregated today and uh, what can you say about that? Not much, honestly. That's it. Period. Not, not, nothing End good. End of sentence. Um, yeah, I mean, it is interesting, though, the the exactness of, of the May Day date and that, and that for the rest of the world, it's just like, this is Labor Day, which yeah. obviously makes sense. And the reason why they changed it to September is because they're like, Oh, we don't want it to be too inflammatory and look like we're paying, uh, you know, our respects to the murdered anarchists and the uprisings mm-hmm. and the, you know, the labor movement. So we're just going to kind of sneak this down a few months and, uh, kind of ignore that sort of general timeline of early May. So we're going to kind of, um, the same way that like, uh, eleven eleven is Armistice Day. It's when they signed the peace treaties for World War One, mm-hmm. and then they made that into Veterans Day. Hmm. It's supposed to be a celebration of peace, not of the people who are fighting. Eleven eleven is that? That's Veterans Day. Mm. Mm-hmm. I always thought Veterans Day was kind of like, like Mother's Day. It's like, oh, it's the third Wednesday. I think. I think it's uh, Veterans Day observed. Is what yeah, you're that's discussing. what I'm thinking of. But I will say Armistice Day. Maybe Veterans Day is like that. But no, Armistice no, it's Day not. is it, I'm an idiot. It's not like that at all. Um, <laughs> it's really not. Um, yeah, no, I, that makes complete sense. Yeah, I, they all they like to do the twisties. The twisties. Like they that. love it. Also, isn't Memorial Day already that? Like, why is I. You know I, I mean? Well, I think Memorial Day is for the people who died fighting in Veterans Day or Same for the people diff. who survived. You died. It's, like the, it's like, you know, Donald Trump is like, uh, <laughs> you know, when he was talking about John McCain, he's like, well, I like the guys yeah, that weren't yeah, captured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, every veteran has died a, a certain kind of death. Yeah, soul death. Exactly. That's for damn sure. So that, let's just call, you know, look. The same way I've famously said a Purple Heart is a participation trophy. <laughs> like come on bravery get over yourself <laughs> i got injured in war Shut up. i'm a non-traditional student can i have one okay i'm brave sorry oh i got injured in war you're supposed to get injured in war that's why you're there it's a war that's why you're there why are they giving you an award You'd be for a that? pussy not to are you kidding me it's like saying i have hpv as a woman look i yeah if i went to war all adventurous women did. and didn't have a nick on me you better believe i would be 
slip in someone 20 bucks. I say, just shoot at the shoulder. Why don't you nick... Why don't you nick my arm? Right. Something. I'm not coming back home yeah. without a mark on me. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? How do you get a wife? You got to have a couple scars. I'm not I'm not Come advocating on. self-harm, but paying someone else to do it to you is different. Yeah, 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 the yeah. The fog yeah. of war. Well, right, right. I think we're making good points right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Haymarket Square is also um, the Haymarket affair mm -hmm. as it's referred i think um well still a lot of people claim because it's like there was a the police came in they ordered i think it was august spees to stop speaking mm -hmm. and started firing into the crowd then a bomb went off mm -hmm. then the police fired more and that's like where the fatalities come from and still to now like in the historical record it's like and we don't know whether the bomb came from and then they ultimately executed a bunch of anarchists right. because they held them responsible for the bombing they still say we don't know who it was it's like it was obviously the police yeah. what well, also, anyway. wouldn't you just, if it was that, it's that long ago, so either say oopsie-daisies or just stick with this. Why aren't you obviously pinning it on the anarchists? Just that's, that's right. The, the ambiguity. Right. Like it's not necessary because it's evil no matter what. Your 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 version of it is evil no matter what. What happened was evil no matter what as far as like, you know, fucking murdering citizens. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just say they did it. That way you are in the right. I don't understand. Yeah, why aren't they making that clear? Morons. Morons. I know. Morons. Come on. Um, you know what I would love to see is the Aaron Sorkin treatment of this incident. Now, wouldn't that be <laughs> the Haymarket 7? I mean, wouldn't we love to now, see that? Now, that's how I would have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> Lillian knows. After I watched Chicago 7, my, one of my eyes, it was like a pug. Like, my eye almost popped That out was a really face. fucked up. We actually probably should not have released that recording because that was like a really fucked up night. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Watching that movie was uh, like an out-of-body experience. It was. I was sweating. <laughs> I was like deeply furious. Um. Anyways. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of surprising that it hasn't been dramatized in a like, in a, it hasn't been given like a liberalization. It will. I guarantee you it will. It's coming. Oh, it definitely it's coming. will. It definitely will. I just mean like, I bet you it's very soon. Oh, it's definitely coming because it's like the casualness with which people identify as socialist and that like it's so funny. And I think we've talked about this, but like in both of our lifetimes, like watching feminists go from like a somewhat meaningful mm -hmm. way to identify yourself to nothing was like really sad. And I, I think like, you know, when I was younger, I was like actually like that bothered me a lot and then I was like well it's actually okay because I'm I'm a communist and I'm actually like I'm I'm changing my mm -hmm. identification as well right, and, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. and then watching that happen again with socialist I was like well what the heck I just want to go on the record as saying I was always suspicious of the DSA and I was not taking it I I did so I was like what What's up? And now I feel completely fine with me not kind of going, going all in. I, I'm I'm happy that I wasn't swept away in it because it is ultimately bullshit. Sorry, sorry. We all know this, but it's just yeah. seeing the fucking mealy mouthness escalate over the last few years. I'm like, 
I'm I can't. Yeah. I can't. I can't. Anyways, consider yeah. ourselves lucky. Which is not to say like I think that like I think in general like people having more uh political vocabulary is good in general, but it is distressing on the flip side of that to watch that vocabulary then be rendered meaningless. Of course. I mean, yes. You go, I don't, you know what? I'm not going to further explain myself because I'm just going to assume all of you know exactly what I mean. So that is the smart exactly. thing to do. Okay. <clears throat> um, well, I was, mm, how do you want it? Where do you want to go from here? I don't, you tell me. Oh, no. I was just, I didn't know what you had specifically focused on. So I didn't know where I were. Oh, I, I didn't, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. We, we just talked didn't. sort of broadly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to talk about, well, looking at like May Day specific celebrations, obviously it involves sort of the similar themes we talked about with spring in general. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But. It is interesting that every single, not every single country, but, you know, the France, the Finland, Estonia, et cetera, they all have very specific May Day celebrations that are all completely buck wild, which is like an interesting thing to me that it is May 1st, one country's centered on frogs and jumping over fires. The other country saying, oh, no, 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 we don't even think about frogs. We put little baskets on doorsteps. How did the, the pagan, the neo-pagan, it's very fascinating how, how this happened. Do you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I, I don't know, and I probably should because it's like, you know, pretty much exactly what I'm supposed to be studying. Um, but as I said in my newsletter, I'm not doing my re- homework anymore. So <clears throat> it is a political choice. And here's a new tradition for you. <laughs> Me not doing my homework. In the springtime, we don't do our reading to celebrate <laughs> the equinox. Um, anyways, but um, yeah, Western Bulgaria, people light fires, jump over them and make noises to scare snakes. Interesting. That's interesting. Why? I wonder if that works. Well, why don't we... Let's ask, let's ask the people upstate. Um, that's the only, that's, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, like, if I had to think about what would scare a snake, like, I don't know if loud noises would be what I would think. It feels like it would be kind of like a rustling noise would be better. Yeah, maybe a rustling. <laughs> maybe, maybe get some crinoline and then you some can Some bubble kinda... wrap. <laughs> yeah, oh, here's what'll scare the snakes. Yeah. Let's get some bubble wrap. Let's get a couple yeah, tickets to Bulgaria and tell them what's going on. That's like, um, yeah, or it's like me going back in time to the Bulgarians. I'm like, you, you guys are going to go nuts for this stuff. Yeah, your your kids are going to love it. Your kids you, are going to yeah, This exactly. might be a little too, yeah. Oh, this is a little crazy for you. Your kids are going to love it. They're also like, why are you calling us Bulgarians? That's yeah. not a thing that exists yet. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out soon <laughs> enough. Um, and in Germany, here's a fun fact. Uh, May Day was not established as a public holiday until Nazi Germany declared May 1st and National Workers' Day in 1933. So I think on this day, we should really honor, you know, some of the good things that the Nazis did. And, you know, I'm joking, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know I'm being controversial. No, it was very funny. This this made me shoot up in my bed where I was reading it. I said, Barrr? Um... <laughs> 
I don't even want to go on into that, but it is, um, I guess, a populist thing. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not, um, I, I have, you know, speaking of the, the, the DSA, I mean, like, democratic socialists to me, that's the real horseshoe theory. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, they ha- like the Nazis did have, like, a lot of national programs yeah, that, like, were ostensibly, like, for the people. And, like, that's not hard to do. It's just, like, that has to be, like, rendered <laughs> with a broader view than the nation state, you absolute fools. It's strange to me that in Germany it wasn't already... It seems like Germany is the place where we're going to be... Mayday would be popping off officially. Why Why did it take the Nazis to... Court? Maybe it was just sort of an unofficial thing, and then they said... Yeah. We're putting a stamp on it. Are they pagan, though, German? No. What are they up to over there? Mm. There are a lot of pagans out there. I feel like they're, like, so... Like I feel like the well yeah that I guess that is kind of neo. The yeah to me Germans are like they have like a bunch of like different like esoteric Christianities which I guess is like basically pagan. Yeah, I mean they were like um, well Germany was actually the uh, sorry nerd out but the original like you know the Grimm brothers to establish a nation to establish a nation went to the rural people of Germany to gather these the march and the the fairy tales you know so. I don't know. They're talking about crazy shit and stepmothers being evil and all of that kind of stuff. So who knows? Um, who knows? Anyways, um, but that's a fun fact um, that you can use at your next party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll be a real hit. I think it'll be a real hit. And I actually think, and I was thinking about this today when I, when I looked at, you know what? Nobody from my school listens to this except maybe like two people and they're fine with this. Looking at kind of the sad, and through no one's fault, you know, budget reasons, the sad aesthetic and tabling situation of these, again, the DSA aesthetic is is, is horrifying to me. Um, and, and there's reasons why it looks the way it does. The flyers, the shirts, the presence, you know, at these tabling sessions and these outdoor festivals. Why aren't we taking advantage of the gorgeous imagery that is right fucking there for the taking. We've got wreaths, we've got flowers, we've got ribbons, we've got nature, we've got all of these beautiful historic and like completely beautifully tying in to this day. when he touches the grass. Why aren't we making this a gorgeous and fucking, you know, like a, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not facoon, like a, not fertile, I don't know. It's a bounty. It's a, I don't know. It's yeah. Some, it's a it's a it's an energy. It's I don't know. I I just think it's re- not regal in the sense of like a monarch, but sort of this. It's beautiful and it's I don't know. It's an honor. It's some sort of I don't know. I think it would be a nice way to honor this day is to have. Oh, absolutely. Like, well, I'm not like when I think when I say Don touching the grass. I mean, I would obviously make a memorial to that, but I also <laughs> think there's like such a he in that episode is he enters in like the ancient right mm-hmm. and the beauty of the day. Yeah. It like, it does make you have, um, yeah, it kind of like, it, it does like warp the mind, but in a nice way of like, right. 
I mean, as I said, we you know. we don't have enough rituals and enough exactly. these ties, and I think it would be also. You know what? It is a, it is a feminine sort of. I don't know. What am I trying to say? Not iconography. I don't know. It is right. These images and yeah, these yeah, sort yeah. Of, so it's just yeah. like I don't know. Let the girls have a chance with the wreaths. Let the girls have a chance with the wreaths. <laughs> Come on. I just think it would really it would step up the party vibe and it would just be fun. And so why don't we put the posters away and the buttons? I want for now. That's another place. For now. Why don't we have a gorgeous sort of uh, some beautiful fruit in a bowl, ribbons, some ribbons and some wreaths, and we can sort of flirt with each other and celebrate work at the same time. Work. Yeah, that is work, true. But you know what I mean. That is true. I mean, I would think, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I think hornier vibes in general for it. Eh? Why not? But not in a. Gr- <laughs> this is the thing: is you get in trouble with the fucking horny DSA guys. I don't want that horny energy. No, that's not who I'm talking about. Well, I know, but we have to like get rid of them first. So that's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about something primal. That is. I'm yeah. I'm talking about something profound. I'm not talking yeah. about jacking off to your iPhone. Oh my god. Images on your iPhone, not this. To the actual iPhone, itself. yeah. Mm-hmm. To the technology, the innovation. We leave that to the libertarians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, just an idea if anyone else wants to implement that. So that my, my big thing is that I have great ideas. I just don't have the time to sort of see all of them through. So if someone wants that, please take it. Yes. Um, I think that's our great idea for May Day celebrations. And then I think we should also just to kind of cap it is, is there anywhere or maybe more accurately, is there anywhere that you work that you wouldn't bomb? Where would you bomb? If you were going to be, if you were going to do a bombing that even ultimately, if it was used as pro police propaganda, like what would you, what would you be trying to pull off? Allegedly. Allegedly, hypothetically, in a different lifetime that's not real. Um, Are you asking me or are you putting this out to the listeners? Both. You can respond. You're saying what workplace? Well, like, would it be specific to a workplace or would it just be like, like, are you going big symbology? Like, are we going to the New York Stock Exchange and bombing? Are we going to, you know, the Panera Bread that was my first job in Wilmette, Illinois? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think. Well, it's interesting because you have to think, too, in this day and age, how it would get twisted, how the narrative right. would get twisted. Exactly. Because right? I was thinking, like, exactly. oh, if we bomb one of these fucking evil fucking liberal like, you know, promenades in Brooklyn of all of these fucking disgusting and hideous restaurants or whatever, shops. Mm, Vanderbilt Avenue, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pick, I mean, throw a fucking dart at this point. Um, But then it would be like, we're being targeted by the far right. It's like, no, Mm -hmm. bitch, you are the far right. I hate you. Yeah. Tricky. You'd have to make sure the messaging is very clear. And gets to the media, yeah. gets to the media. 
I might go to the Wall Street Sweet Green. Yeah. It would pain me to do it because that is my favorite restaurant, but I might go to the Wall Street Sweet Green. Or Chipriani's Chipriani, or whatever that place. Chipriani's? Make Chipriani, Wall Street Chipriani's. Wall Street Chipriani is, is crazy. I walk, you know, you have to walk by it when you get off the ferry to Rockaway. And yeah. we just make sure Sonia Morgan's not there, but besides oh, that. Oh, yeah, we call ahead. <laughs> is Miss Sonia Morgan dining with you? That place yeah. actually, yeah, I, I, if you've ever walked by that, restaurant you know you can you look in and you can see for some reason the visibility of the servers there is very high and they're all wearing these you know the the floor length fucking aprons it's very fucked up i can't anyways yeah that would be a good one yeah that would be a good one okay great great plan i'll see you i'll see you down there uh as a joke as a joke (laughs) All right, well, that about does her, cool, I think. yeah, I think that's a great job. Um, okay, we do have a new patron, Rachel. Rachel, welcome. Welcome to the fold. We hope you enjoy our wares. Um, We're about to record a Patreon episode. That's some true. Some celeb spotting, some celeb service stories. Yeah, we have um, a celeb, a service story about a celeb that is too personal too juicy too juicy for the for prime time so we're putting it to the late night crowd um yeah it's gonna be good all right great so subscribe if you want to hear that okay bye everybody love ya